Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. God is so good. I'm so thankful for His presence. And I know it's already been talked about, but I'm so thankful for the things that we can rejoice about this Sunday. Uh, so many good things. I'm, I'm just thankful for it. Amen. 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 And I, I'm excited about the, the future. You know, you can see the future from where you are right now. You just got to look. Believe God, trust in God to see the impossible, and God will begin to reveal things to you that you never imagined. And uh, so I pray that today we see some, some freshness in our hearts and our minds, and I pray that the Holy Ghost will begin to work and move in us. You may be seated. I, um, for those of you that don't know, next, next week is father-son camping. Now, I'm not a big camper. You know, if there's no AC, I ain't got a whole lot of use for it, to be honest with you. I mean, it's got to be making us some money or something if there ain't no AC going on. Uh, did you get that picture I sent you? I, I, I found this. This is a redneck air condition. Have you ever seen that? That is awesome. Now, Brother Osborne's up here saying it works. Apparently, he's tried it. Uh, that is awesome. That is a cooler. You put ice in it. That's a fan there. And what is that, Bubba? What's that thing called? A, uh, it's just an elbow. It's an elbow for a gutter, and you just plop that right on there, and boom, you got yourself a redneck air conditioner. Now, don't be surprised if you see something like that in my tent. I'm just saying. I, um, someone's got business cards, they're making these, I think, now. I, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I am excited about, about enjoy, enjoying it with my son. This is uh, the first time doing it with my son, but I, I didn't do a lot of camping. When we were young, we did a little bit more, and uh, one of the camping trips that always stick out to me was one that we did um, going to uh, Shell Island. I don't know, a few of, of us were there for that. Uh, Real quick, if you were there, just a quick little hand up. Yeah, see, there's a few of us that were there for that. We did it a couple times, but there was one time in particular that was uh, quite interesting. We were, uh, we all went, you know, the Shell Island is, it's an island full of shells, <laughs> hence the name there. Uh, and so Shell Island, we were out there, we, we go out and the, the boats that were bringing our food were coming behind us. Well, I don't remember how all of it happened, but somehow on their way out, our boat with all the food, and it was dark, it got capsized, flipped on the way out, and this is over in the, in the uh, Shell Islands in the Gulf of, of Mexico, so it's out in that direction. So they're out in the middle of nowhere, uh, they're trying to get... Uh, they're, they're trying to collect food, trying to gather everything. Then they, they realized uh, one of the, the uh, men that was with us, uh, Kevin, was there. And he, he was, they couldn't find Kevin. They're trying to find him. And they were yelling, Kevin, where are you? And finally, Kevin uh, was a great guy, but he, he just talked slow. And he just, he, he, they hear him say, I'm over here, Brother Dan. And they found him with two igloos floating in the water with, with the food. 
And so we didn't have any food, and so we ate the bait. That's what we ate for the first while. That's exactly right. You remember that. And uh, now some of it was really bad. Some of it was, was uh, shrimp uh, that we were going to do. And so we had like shrimp on the Barbie. That wasn't so bad. Uh, we just put that out there. And, um, and so, you know, you've got to be ready. If you're going to go, you're going to uh, go camping, you need to be ready. Turn to someone and say, you need to be ready. And, and that's the important thing, you know, uh, don't wait until it's too late, make sure you are ready. And so with that thought in mind, uh, I'm going to do a little practicing here with all of you. Uh, I told my son, because he wants to go and we're go- he wants to stay in a, a tent. I tried to talk him into a camper, he wants to be in a tent, God love his little heart. And so I said, okay, so I go get a tent, and I, I said, I got to get one that goes up pretty quick. But I told him, I said, this is the way it is, buddy. We are going out there to the front yard, and we are practicing. I am not going out to the campsite, and everyone laugh at me because I don't know how to put up a tent. It's not going to happen. So y'all get to see the practice here. Y'all don't think I'm really going to do this, but I am. Thanks, Rick. Now... They say this goes up in 60 seconds. Now, I'm thinking an hour or two myself. Y'all just hang in there. We'll be all right. All right, let me get the footprint out. Now, this is actually 60 seconds with two people. So I'm guessing by myself... Mom's giving me exact times here. So it's all about preparation here. All right, so. I know someone's got timers out, watches out. See, I told you. All right, here we go. Now, this is a a very important thing that you're doing here. This just sets right up. I've never done this in a suit, by the way. Let's just see here. Hey, it's coming up already. Come on. Oh, y'all impressed. I can tell. See, y'all had the same kind of tents I had growing up. The ones that took all day long to put up. Come on, guys. Sam's, you're so going to pay me for this advertisement. Oh, yeah. They won't after this sermon. And I'm done. Come on. Come on. How'd we do? One minute, 25 seconds. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, and I'm a little out of breath, but... uh. Not too bad, right? But you got to be you got to be ready. You got to be prepared. Today I'm going to be talking about the importance of being ready. You know, not everything just pops up. Not everything just happens. But you've got to make up in your mind 
you're not going to wait until the moment to start getting ready. Now, I may be the only one that knows people like this, but I've been in different situations where I say, okay, we got to be ready to go at, you know, all the young people are going to be here. We're going to be leaving at 8 in the morning. And people start getting ready to go at 8 in the morning. No. When we say we're going to be ready at this time, guess what? That's what time we're leaving. You cannot wait until the time and decide, now I'm going to get ready. Now, I'm going to be preaching here today. And I did this because, quite honestly, it's probably the only fun thing that I'm going to do today. Because I'm going to preach. Because a lot of people, it seems like we don't really want to say the reality of the future that comes to certain people. However you want to slice it, however you want to say it, the Bible is very clear. That there is a heaven and there is a hell. And you are right now preparing yourself for one of them. Before I go any further, I want us to pray. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you to help me. Help me. Help me, Lord, to preach. Help me, Lord Jesus. Help me, God, to say, God, what you have put in my spirit and my soul. Lord Jesus, I pray right now, God, that you will help me, God, to say, God, what you would want to be said here today, the way that you would have me say it. I pray that you anoint each and every one of us to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. Matthew 25, verse number 1. Thank you for moving that back a little bit. That's fine. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be unto like ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth, to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were fools took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessel with their lamps while the bridegroom tarried, they set up camp. While the bridegroom tarried, they, they just had to wait. They kind of set up camp and just, just kind of chilled out a little while. But they begin to slumber, they begin to sleep. And at midnight was a cry made. Behold, 
The bridegroom cometh. Go out and meet him. Then all, all, all the virgins arose, trimmed their lamps, and the foolish said unto the wise, Give us your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go rather to them that sell and buy for yourself. And while they were, while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And they that were, they that were, went in with him to the marriage and the door was shut afterwards came also the other virgins saying lord open to us and he answered and said verily i say unto you i know you not watch therefore for ye know neither the day nor the hour Wherein the Son of Man cometh. They went out. They set up camp. All of them knew about the bridegroom coming. All of them knew that he was coming. All of them had heard something. Somehow, some way, they showed up. All of them were virgins. It was not some good and some bad, some pure, some unpure. All of them were virgins. All of them knew. All of them had lamps. All of them knew where to get the oil. The difference was is that all of them did not have it when the time came. At the right time, when everything was coming down, they were all good. They all had the right intentions. But it's possible to used to be ready. If he would have came a few hours, a day... I don't know how long they were there. If if he would have came earlier, all of them could have been affixed with the term, the wise. At one point, they showed up with oil in their lamps. I know these are not popular messages in the world that we're living in. I hope you were excited about the miracles we talked about earlier. We know that God is good. But we live in a world that if we're not talking about that, we want to tune out. I'm here to tell you, it's possible to once be ready. The Bible says 
that that day shall not come except first there'll be a great falling away. This teaching that once saved, always saved is not a biblical teaching. It is not a biblical teaching. You have to be in something before you can fall away from something. You can't just say, well, it's going to happen. No. Let let me just hit a couple of verses real quick. I didn't plan on doing this, but Hebrews chapter 6, verse 4 and 6, for it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and tasted of the heavenly gift and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost and they have tasted of the good word of God and the power of the word the world to come if they shall fall away who shall fall away those that were enlightened those that have tasted of the good world to come those that have been filled with the Holy Ghost it says if impossible if they shall fall away Paul talked about the fact that he himself could become a castaway I I realize that I am just stepping on all kind of toes today, including my own. I'm here to tell you that we've got to get a hold of ourselves. Because once being ready is not good enough. Used to being ready is not good enough. Knowing how to get ready is not good enough. Uh, We've got to be ready. Hear me, saints of God. Uh, Hear me, uh, sinner. Uh, Hear me, backslider. Uh, I'm telling you, once the door is shut, once the door is shut, it's too late. Well, Pastor, don't you think you should talk about the love of God? Yes, He loved you so much. He gave you a way to escape. So why don't you take it? Oh, God. Romans 13 and 11. And that knowing the time. And now it is high time. It's high time to wake out of your sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we first believed. It's a brilliant statement, a simple statement. It's closer now. I can say with 100% accuracy, today we're closer to the coming of the Lord than we were yesterday. I can say that with 100% accuracy. We are closer to the coming of the Lord today. But we've got to make sure that we awaken out of our sleep and make sure that we are ready. We've got to be prepared. I don't care how long you have been in the church. I don't care how ready you once were. Are you ready today to meet the Lord? Are you ready if the sound was a trumpet was the sound? Or you were the, I hope not, but go onto a road and be killed and taken out of this world. I don't mean to be negative. I mean to have a reality check in our spirit are you ready to meet the Lord today I know I'm not here to I I don't want to put I don't I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings I I don't want to make anyone feel bad but I promise you you'll be feeling real bad if somebody don't wake you up and say get ready to be ready The word ready means to be completely prepared. That's what the word ready means. To be completely prepared. It means to be in fit condition for immediate action or use 
such as the troops are ready for battle. You've got to be ready because I don't know and you don't know when the Lord is going to come back. Matthew 24, 37. But as in the days of Noah, as in the days of Noah, so shall it also be as the, when the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the day, for those days they were, that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. Until that day, it was business as usual. It was just another day. I'm just kind of going through the motions. Here I am again. Let me tell you something. You've got to be ready. You've got to be ready. You've got to stop saying, I'm waiting on mama and daddy. You've got to stop saying, I'm waiting on my husband or my wife. Listen, it's not going to be. They can be ready and you can't be ready or vice versa but you personally have got to make sure that you are ready when Jesus comes it was an ordinary day no one knew anything until Noah entered into the ark and knew not that the flood was come to take them all away so shall the coming of the son of man be there shall be two in the field one shall be taken the other left two Women shall be uh, grinding in the mill. One shall be taken, the other left. Watch ye therefore, ye know not the hour that your Lord doth come. But know this, uh, if the good man of the house uh, knew when the watch for the thief, when he was to come, uh, he would have watched uh, and would have uh, suffered him not to break, uh, break it in and break into his house. Uh, verse 44, therefore be ye also ready be ye also ready for in the hour that you think not the son of man cometh uh, I'm here to tell you you need to be ready uh, it's not good enough to know about being ready uh, it's not good enough to know that the bridegroom is coming uh, you've got to be ready it's not good enough uh, to be around people that are ready you've got to be ready it's a, it's a deciding factor here today will you be counted among the wise or the fools Will you be counted among the wise or the fools? There are two stages of being ready. There's getting ready and there's staying ready. First, you must get ready. I'm not being judgmental today. I'm preparing you for the judgment today. I'm, I'm trying to wake somebody up. Hmm. Love and repentance is in the same Bible. Forgiveness and obedience is in the same Bible. And I'm here to tell you, you've got to get ready. You've got to get ready. I don't know where your, what your background is, who you're connected to or not connected to. You've got to get ready. The Bible is very clear about this. 
John chapter 3 and verse 3. Jesus answered and said, Barely, barely, I say unto thee, except a man is born again, he cannot, cannot, cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Barely, barely, or truly, truly, I say unto thee, except a man is born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. There is no just showing up in the kingdom of God. There is no, whoa, look where I ended up. That's not how it's going to happen. Nobody's going to heaven by accident. You've got to make some plans if you're going to make it to heaven. You've got to decide, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make it to heaven. That's what you've got to do. I'm here to tell you today, You must repent of your sins. Hear me. There's a world that's teaching tolerance about everything. But tolerance of the Word of God. Oh, don't offend anybody. Don't say anything. Let me tell you something. You're, you, you will raise worthless kids if you don't. Lay down some things in your life, in their life. True? Having a line is is what saves us. Having some direction, some guidance, that's what brings life to us. You've heard me say it before. A river that don't have borders, it just becomes a marshland. And there's no good for nothing. But if you'll carve some borders in there, it becomes a river. And it begins to flow. And life comes out of it. There, there is some rights and there is some wrongs in this world. And you've got to repent. You must repent, sir. Ma'am, you must repent. Young man, young lady, you must repent. Repentance is not just saying you're sorry. That's good. I'm glad you're sorry. But repentance is changing what you're doing. And if you're not willing to change, you're not repenting. I told you that's the only fun thing I'm doing today. The rest of the day I'm pulling you out of the fire. The rest of the day I'm reaching in there and saying if I get burnt, I get burnt. But somebody needs to be saved. Somebody needs to wake up. I don't know how much longer you have, but you've got to be ready. Lift your hands all over this place. Come on, that's it. Close your eyes if you need to. Forget about who's around you. Talk to God. You've got to get ready. You've got to get ready. Peter was asked in Acts chapter 2, verse 37, Men and brethren, what shall we do? How do I get ready? What do I need to do to make sure I'm ready? Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. You've got to be ready. You must repent of your sins. You've got to die out to your old ways. You cannot live. 
live in this world and in that at the same time. The Bible says you can't serve two masters. You're going to end up hating one, despising the other. You can't live in two worlds. You've got to make a decision. I'm not here presenting you two things. There's only one thing. It's Jesus Christ. He's the one that loved you enough to die for you. He's the one that cared enough to lay down his life. You've got to be baptized in Jesus' name. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. You must be baptized, and you need to do it in the name of the one that died for you. The Bible says we are buried with him by baptism. Who was it that was buried? Jesus. We are buried with him by baptism. That name has come down. That name that has all power. That is called over us. You've got to get ready. And you've got to be filled with the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, If any man hath not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. (laughs) As many are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. You've got to let the Spirit of God begin to wash over you. Begin to fill you completely and totally. You've got to get ready. Today, before you leave this place, you can come to an altar. Again, let me say it again. I'm not trying to be judgmental. I'm trying to save you and prepare you for a judgment day that will come. Whether you're ready or not, it's coming. Everyone here today will fall into three categories. There are people here today That you have never been ready to go to heaven. You know it. There are people here today. That you're ready. To go to heaven. You're ready. Every time you hear a sound you jump. Just because you think it might be the blast. I don't know. You're, You're ready. You're excited. You wake up in the morning thinking about it. There are people here today that you've never been ready. There are people here that you're just waiting and anticipating that, that, that trumpet to blast and for us to get out of here. Then the third category, you used to be ready to go to heaven. You used to be ready. There was a time that you were ready. There were a time not only did you hang out with the wise, you were one of the wise. There was a time that you made sure that your oil was in your vessel. You made sure the fire was burning. You made sure everything was ready. Luke 21:34 Take heed to yourself. Pay attention to yourself. Look at what's going on. Lest at any time your hearts be overcharged. You're you're just overwhelmed with surfidity, which is just overabundance, being seized by something. A glutton can't stop consuming things. You're overwhelmed by everything. He said you've got to pay attention to yourself. 
It's not enough that, hey, I'm saved. You've got to pay attention to yourself. The Bible says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. You've got to pay attention to yourself. Let me tell you, you can hide things from me as your pastor. You can hide things from your mom or your daddy, from your husband, your wife. But you're not hiding anything from two. You're not hiding anything from God. And truly, you're not hiding anything from yourself. You may lie to yourself, but in your hearts of hearts, you know whether or not you are truly ready. We have way too many people that have allowed themselves to not take heed to themselves. They're overcharged. They, they're, over, uh, they, they're just uh, a glutton on the things of this world. And these two categories is where I believe too many Christians fall in. They are in drunkardness. Drunkenness. And the cares of this life. And so that day come upon you unaware. He said, take heed to yourself. You're overwhelmed. You're glutton about things. You're holding on to everything. Uh, but you become, dr- you got this drunkenness uh, and you've got the cares of this life. Uh, I believe these are the categories. Uh, this drunkenness here uh, is intoxicated. Uh, I believe we have way too many people that used to be among the wise uh, that have allowed themselves to be intoxicated uh, with the things of this world, uh, intoxicated uh, with the entertainment of this world, uh, and intoxicated uh, uh, with, with all the, all the, uh, the, the, the things that's at our fingertips. Uh, at any time, we just, we just medicate ourselves. We don't really get ourselves right. We don't really fix anything. We just go ahead, whether it be a physical med- medication or just all the things we bring in. We intoxicate ourselves where we just don't really care. Just don't care. That's what happens when you're a drunkard. It don't fix your problems. It just kind of makes you where you're unaware of anything. Just, just there. No longer reaching. No longer trying to figure it out. Used to be among the wise. Used to have everything. But we haven't taken any notice of ourselves. And all of a sudden we're living on everything. And we just keep giving more and more to ourselves. And numbing ourselves. That's what intoxication is. It's a numbing. Where you hear somebody get up and preach uh, and act like a fool, do anything he can uh, to get your attention, uh, and you're just so numb to it, uh, you don't pay attention. Uh, Nothing's going to touch me. Uh, Nothing's going to bother me. Uh, And if I start to feel a little something, uh, I'm going to take out my phone uh, and check my Facebook. Uh, I'm going to see if I can text somebody, uh, see if I can get something else. Uh, I don't want to be bothered. I don't want anybody to wake me up. Uh, But it's high time today uh, to wake up, to wake up. To wake up! To wake up! To wake up! And if we're not intoxicating ourselves and numbing ourselves with the next video, the next series, the next the next app that comes out, the next this that comes out, the next song, the next this, the next that, if we're not intoxicating ourselves, then what we're doing is we're taking on everything we can. We either medicate ourselves or the cares of this life. 
take on this project and that project, take on this thing and that thing. I'm going to start this. I'm going to start that. I'm going to be so busy in my, in my job and with so many jobs. I'm going to get to the next level. And we get so involved with the cares of this life. He's saying, take heed unto yourself that you get so overcharged trying to take care of every little thing around you, trying to keep up with the Joneses, trying to get to the next level in this world that we miss the next level in the spiritual world. Just another thing. Just keep it coming. Just another level. I'm just going to keep going. We've got far too many Christians that used to be ready. But the truth of the matter is, the Bible does not teach once saved, always saved. The Bible does not teach that, oh, well, I've made it. I don't have to pay attention anymore. I don't have to watch anymore. That's not the case. You've got to pay attention. You've got to be ready. That's why the Bible uses scriptures such as, He that endureth to the end the same shall be saved there are some things that you're going to have to endure and fight through like a good soldier you can't intoxicate yourself while the battle is raging you can't start working on everything in the camp when there's a battle to be fought oh my goodness lift your hands there's conviction here right now and if there's not conviction you ought to be so scared. Oh, that's it, pray. What happened to the zeal you had last week, last month, a couple of months ago, a year ago? What happened to that? You can't lose it. You can't decide, well, everything's just going to go my way. You can't do that. You've got to be ready. You've got to make sure that oil is filled. And I know because I have been affected with both of these things. Both of these things been in situations where I'm just so tired of dealing with stuff. I just... Let me read another book. Let me just find out what's going on here or there. And just keep just keep intoxicating. Just so I just just don't want to think about certain things. Just don't want to you know, no, you get there. You you get there where you're so tired of fighting, uh, but you can't lay down uh, and you can't give up. Uh, you gotta stand back up uh, and say, I'm gonna fight on. Uh, I've got to do what the next verse says. Uh, I've got to watch therefore and pray always. Uh, he's saying the answer to it uh, is to start watching uh, and start paying attention uh, and to start praying uh, like you've never prayed before. Uh, that's how you get ready. Uh, you get a whole of God. You don't pray little little lay me down to sleep prayers. You pray until heaven is shaken and hell is trembling. You pray until something breaks. We've got to keep on. I've been there. But it doesn't mean that you're out. It's not over yet. The bridegroom hasn't called yet. It hasn't happened yet. The Bible says, Proverbs 24, 16, A just man falleth seven times. A just man falls seven times. But he riseth up again. 
Not just a wicked man, not an awful man, not someone, no, a just man. Someone that hung out with the wise. They fall seven times. But they get back up. And things happen. They start taking so many things of the cares of this life. And they, they fall. But a just man. It's not that you won't mess up. It's not that you won't get intoxicated with this world. It's not that you won't take too many cares on, but you get back up again. What do you do with the cares of this world? The Bible says, cast all of your cares on me. I care for you. Don't reach beyond yourself. But know if you go too far, it's not the end. It's not over. Until he says it's over. I'm here to tell you. For the devil may laugh and mock you and make you feel like it's over. I think the message should go back to the devil today. Rejoice not against me. Oh, mine enemies. I think there should be a signal that blasts into the atmosphere today. I know you think I'm down for the count. I know you're mocking me because I used to be ready. But today, I'm getting back up. So don't be rejoicing over me. For when I fall, I shall get back up again. I'm not staying on the ground. I'm getting up. I'm here to tell you today, I don't care how many times you fall. The Bible says His mercy is sufficient. I don't care how many times you mess up. Just keep getting back up and get ready again. Get ready again. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Stand with me. Let us be glad and rejoice, Revelations 19.7. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to Him. For the marriage of the Lamb has come. For His wife, that's us, hath made herself ready. It's not good enough, sir, to used to be ready. It's not good enough, ma'am. What can I do? Can I scream? Can I holler? What can I do? Can I? What, what, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do to wake you up today? It's not good enough that you once were ready. If you're here today and you've never been ready, you should be at this altar today and repenting. But let me tell you about the people that I know are ready today. They'll be the first one to the altar. You want to know why they want to stay ready. 
they realize that life can drain everything out of you. They realize that life can just suck uh, everything out of you. And so you've got to every day, as Paul did, uh, he said, I died daily. Uh, I made sure I was ready uh, because I know I could get intoxicated with this world. Uh, I know that I could get all the cares of this world on me. Uh, and whether I'm trying to numb myself uh, or whether I'm trying to drown myself, uh, I've got to be ready. Today, you know, you know whether you're ready or not. Today, stop waiting on what somebody else is going to do. This does not mean you're going to join the church. This means that you're getting ready. This means you want to take a few moments and search your heart. Hey, I know you've fallen. I know you've messed up. I know things have happened. But don't lay there. Get up again. Fight again. Reach again. Move as close forward as you can. There's people behind you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Come on. You used to be counted among the wise. Are you still counted among the wise uh, today? If the call was to go out, are you know without a shadow of a doubt, do you know that you're ready? I know it's not popular. I know that it's uncomfortable. But I want to stir you to the point that you'll repent today. I want to stir you to the point uh, that you'll talk to God today. It's not good enough that you used to have oil. Oh, there's so much more I could say today, but right now is the time. The Holy Ghost is moving. You must be filled with His Spirit. You must be baptized in His name. You must repent of His sins to get ready. And then you've got to endure to the end. You've got to keep fighting. You can't get bad attitudes. You can't. Don't be deceived. Uh, neither fornicators, no one like that, uh, the Bible says, will inherit the kingdom of heaven. Uh, you can't live any old way. Uh, oh, shall we continue in sin uh, that grace may abound? Uh, God forbid. Uh, help me. Uh, help me, God. Uh, I feel great conviction here. You need to just forget about everything. The Bible says, take heed to thyself. I'm talking to ministers today. I'm talking to saints of God that have been serving God a long time. I'm talking to just new converts. I'm talking to sinners. Take heed to yourself. Work out your own salvation. Right now, begin to cry out to God. Lift your voice. I'm telling you, it will help you break through yourself. If you'll begin to lift your voice and begin to cry out to God, let something come from the depths of your soul. God, I don't want to live this life anymore. I need you. I need you, Jesus. That's it. Oh, that's it. Holy Ghost is moving right now. That's it, sir, right where you are. <laughs> that's it.
Uh, the Bible says it's the goodness of God that draws you to repentance. In the name of Jesus, all over this place, uh, I wish ministers would begin to move right now and begin to pray. Let the Holy Ghost lead you. Uh, altar workers, begin to move right now. Make sure you're ready. Uh, and then begin to pray. Uh, begin to talk to God. Uh, begin to help somebody touch the throne room of God. Uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Uh, come on. Uh, don't just kind of pass this sermon by. Uh, don't just try to get by it. Uh, don't try to intoxicate yourself. Uh, with the thoughts of what you're going to do when you leave. Go ahead and give yourself to God. That's it. Let your voice out. Come on, there's something starting to break right now. Come on, you can feel it. I can feel it. There's something starting to break right now. This ain't the time to check out. This is the time to dig in. Go ahead, in the name of Jesus. Come on, this is, there you go. Hallelujah, Jesus. Go ahead, lift your voice. Come on, no one else can pray your prayer. No one else can pray your prayer. In the name of the Lord, Jesus. Come on, wise. Get enough for your lamp and your vessel. <laughs> That's what he said. I'm going to get more than what I need. I'm going to get enough for the lamp and the vessel. I'm going to make sure I'm ready. I'm going to make sure I'm ready. I'm not going to wait till it's too late. I'm not going to wait till the call comes and try to get ready real quick. Today is the day. Today is the day. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Let the God let God lead you to pray for somebody today. Go ahead. Wherever you are, let the Holy Ghost lead you right now. Let the Holy Ghost lead you to minister to somebody. Let the Spirit of God begin to be poured out right now. Come on, that's it. Come on, don't live cold. Don't live cold. Don't live lukewarm. In the name of Jesus. Come on, you can still pray today. You can still pray today. It hasn't been over yet. Come on. I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I have what it takes. Come on. You'll never get good enough to get God. You're never going to be good enough. You just got to go after God. He'll help you with the rest. Don't worry about what used to be. Don't worry about how you used to fail. Come on. Get a hold of God. Come on, there's something in the atmosphere if you'll reach for it. There's something trying to stir your heart. I see people weeping. I see those shoulders shaking. I see people reaching beyond themselves. Hey, it's important. We need these times where we cleanse ourselves. We need these times that we're not swinging on the chandeliers. We're searching our heart, making sure we're ready. Come on, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Come on, if there's anything, 
if there's anything. Well, I don't have to do this. Don't worry about what you have to do. Is it getting you off course? Is it assisting you getting off course? Lay aside every weight and the sin that does so easily beset you. Do whatever it takes to be ready. Come on, find someone to minister to. The Holy Ghost is working right now. Come on, the Holy Ghost is ministering right now. Holy Ghost, it's not too late. It's not too late. Come on. Let it show in your eyes. Let it show in your face. Let it show in your action. I'm making a change. I'm getting a hold of myself. I'm getting a hold of myself. That's it. That's it. Come on. There's some deep things happening right now. I can see it in the Holy Ghost. There's some deep things. This is not pray a couple minutes and stop day. That's not what today is. Uh, Today's the day you dig in uh, and get a hold of yourself. Jesus. Come on, give it to God. Surrender to God today. Come on, obey God. Come on, you know you're ready. You know you're ready. Help somebody else be ready. You know you're ready, but you want a little bit extra. Have someone pray for you. Come on. Getting ready is going to take more than just a few seconds. Setting up a tent. Come on, do whatever it takes today. Come on, get ready, get ready, get ready. Jesus. Jesus. Come on, those tears are flowing. Come on, those tears are flowing for a reason. Just surrender to God. He'll give you peace. He'll give you joy and satisfaction. Surrender to God. Surrender to God. Come on. You open your mouth and talk to God. He'll open up and talk to you. That's how it works. You open up and talk to God. He'll open up and talk back to you. That's just how it works. He, there it is. That's just how it works. You open up to God. He opens up to you. God, I don't understand everything. One thing I know is I need you. So help me. Help me, Jesus. Yes. 
Come on. If you haven't repented, repent. If you haven't been baptized in the name of Jesus, get baptized. If you haven't been filled with the Holy Ghost, ask Him. He will fill you with His Spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus. Jesus, Jesus. I want my children to be ready. I want Andrew and Lydia and Joshua to be ready. God, let me help them to be ready. Let me live a life in front of them that is a ready life. Let me give them an example. And let me teach them not only with my words but my actions. I want my children to be ready.